Hello and welcome to A Journey to Self-Discovery. I'm Satya Demola, your host, a published author and creator of a revolutionary transformational tools to catapult you to mega success using my holistic approach. In this podcast, I invite you to come with an open mind and receiving heart. I will be sharing with you my journey from a big dreamer of not even knowing what my purpose was to where I am now, running a successful global coaching business and helping women from all over the world do the same, reach their full potential and expressing themselves through business. I did so by discovering who I truly was and integrated the knowledge into everything I did. This is when the magic happened. Come with me on this journey and let the inspiration you get from it ignite those sparks within you so you can awaken your inner superstar and shine brightly. What an exciting day for the episode 51. Today, we're going to talk about how you can get obsessed with email marketing. And as a guest, I have Tarzan Kay. She's my friend and mentor. Even though I don't know her that long, we only um, met back in December. But she's going to answer some really burning questions about what email marketing is and why we should really be obsessed with that. And as you know, I always teach my students that our list is um, our main asset in our business, apart from the other two, which is our personal brand or our energy and our offer. So email list, growing email list is one thing, but knowing how to nurture email list and how to talk to your audience is a completely different thing. And that's what Tarzan is a genius in. So let's talk to her. And hello. Welcome, Tarzan. So nice to have you here. Thanks for having me. I get, I'm so excited. I get to talk about my favorite subject. So Tarzan is a genius of writing highly entertaining emails. And I came across you first in December back in um, Digital Course Academy with Emmy Porterfield. It was this entrepreneurial event over a couple of days. And I know it was dozens of speakers, but all I remember is when you were talking to us because you had this really vulnerable story you shared with everyone and really touched it was really really touched by your story thank you thank you so today we're gonna talk about email marketing right um why are you so obsessed with email marketing isn't email kind of outdated (laughs) yeah i think people definitely think that social media feels like so much more shiny and cool um however everybody most people have an email address and Um, email is actually a much more reliable way to get to your people. Whereas with social media, you don't know how many people are going to see your story or your post, which is not to say social media is not incredibly valuable for a business. So I don't want to knock it. Um, However, I built my business only using email. I added some, I added other things as I grew my team, but I started my business only doing email. And I really just, absolutely love this media. So just as you mentioned earlier, I am a, a writer and also a storyteller by trade. Like that feels like that's really my calling. And my email marketing is very story-based. It's why my subscribers stay for years and years and rave about my emails because they're, they are very rich with story. And what I love about email is that it is such an intimate space. And I've found for years now, my subscribers will hit reply 
and share their stories back with me. And it's just been a place to make such beautiful connection with the people on my email list. When I'm in a promotion and I'm seeing the names of the people who are buying my products, um, I often recognize them because they're people, they're just like real humans that I've been building relationships with for years. So I just love this medium. I think it's especially great for people who love writing. But even if you don't love writing, it's just a really nice place to um, connect with your subscribers. And would you say people actually want more emails? <laughs> yes. Okay. So I, I, actually, there's a, a study recently done that said 49% of customers want to hear from their favorite brands. And keeping in mind, like, that's people talking about things like Adidas and Lululemon. Like, if you are a personal brand or you're doing something that's more um, that actually where you are the center of your mm -hmm. business, I can only imagine that that number is actually higher. And I think it's important to remember that with email marketing, like in the online business world, like we are, it is all consent based. So yes. those people on your email list, like depending on how you have your system set up, they actually opted in and asked to hear from you. So when they don't hear from you, it almost feels like you are, it's a missed opportunity yes. to create no like and trust factors. So I would say, yes, they do want to hear from you. You have an unsubscribe button at the end of all of your emails. So if they didn't hit that, there's a very good chance that they really do want to hear from you. And the way that I do email marketing, because it's really story-based, and this is what I teach my students to do as well, it's not only story-based, but has like really personality-driven. Mm -hmm. It just means your emails are going to be a lot more interesting than all of the other emails in your subscribers' inboxes. So yet another reason why, yes, they do want to hear from you. They definitely want to hear from you at least as much or more as whatever other brand is offering them a 20% discount in their inbox. Yeah, it's about standing out, be different, a little bit different. How does the kind of email marketing you teach compared to the kind of email marketing you learned or used to do? So I've come a long way in my online business. And um, so I sell courses. I used to sell services. Now I sell courses. And I am a copywriter by trade. So in my early days, I taught copywriting. Um, and I did copywriting. And for copywriters, like lesson 101 is how to use persuasion and um, basically how to use things like urgency, scarcity, social proof, um, authority in order to sell products. And I got to a place as a marketer where I felt like I can sell anything to anyone. And that is actually a dangerous place to be. And mm -hmm. um, when you, you use a high level of persuasion and do things, and none of these things are bad, by the way, but in combination, they can be when you're using countdown timers and expiring bonuses mm -hmm. and big red letters that say limited time offer going fast. And um, what happens <laughs> is you end up taking away your subscriber or your audience mm -hmm. member, whatever you want, your potential customer you end up taking away their ability to think critically about a purchasing decision. There's just so much pressure swirling around. It's like, I will hit this buy button to make the pain of all this pressure go away. So it's been years now of trying to figure out new ways 
of um, still using some of the tools of persuasion, but using them intentionally while preserving my subscribers' ability to think critically about their purchasing decision. And some of that is just like, as an example, um, they can click a link to hide countdown timers in emails if they don't want to see them. Or I will tell them many weeks or even months in advance, email stars opens June 9th. It costs $1,500. We have a payment plan available with no markup. Like I am, um, for one thing, give my subscribers more time to consider their purchasing decisions and also just be careful, especially based on the price of the product about how much pressure I'm putting onto the sale. And that makes marketing feel a lot better to me. So for people who are like highly have been highly indoctrinated by the online business industry, but also feel like, Ooh, I just don't want to do that. Um, there are lots of ways you can relieve the pressure and do marketing in a way that really feels good. And I found that, I mean, it makes being in business more enjoyable, but also I tend to attract better customers or better. I mean, not that there are bad customers, but customers that are more committed to their purchase, they're more likely to really show up follow through on our programs and get results for their own businesses and therefore tell other people and attract more customers. It's kind of a, creates a beautiful cycle. What an amazing skill to learn. I definitely can learn from that as well. How many people do I need to have on my list for email to be worth it? Well, I would say if you're building an email list, you have to be emailing your subscribers. Otherwise, all of that effort putting in that you put into growing your email list is a waste of time. Um, because once someone joins your email list, like they need to hear from you consistently. It is about building relationships and building no like and trust. So ideally, from the moment you add your very first subscriber, you are consistently emailing them. And whether it's one people or it's 1,000 people. And if it's one people or if it's 25 people, um, I just want to offer that that's a lot less pressure than 5,000 email subscribers. And it does take time when you're doing email marketing. It takes time to figure out your message. What is your unique value proposition of your email? And um, that takes time. So as you're growing your email list, you can also be learning how to do email marketing with a small number of people. Um, so I would say the critical number is one, assuming you're doing ongoing list building activities. All right. Because in my audience, I have a lot of uh, digital course creators, coaches, online entrepreneurs. So what would you say to someone who hasn't emailed their list in a while? Should they just start right now? Even if, like you said, they have one person, they should start right now, straight away. Yes. That's exactly what I would say. Yeah, I would say um, it's really easy to find reasons to not email your list and it's okay. So first just give yourself a bit of grace and forgiveness and just pick up where you left off. You don't, if you feel like you need to explain it to your subscribers, you can. However, it's not necessary. You can just say, hey, I'm Tarzan, I'm back. Um, you signed up, you are on this list because of X, Y, Z and here's what you can expect to hear from me. Or you could just send an email newsletter. I would recommend just picking it up. What you do right now with that first email is less important than just starting over and becoming consistent, whether it's weekly, 
or bi-weekly and just creating that consistency and showing up every week, like just get the email out of the way and keep going. Makes sense. Thanks. So you've got very special free workshop series coming up. Can you tell us more about it? Yes, I do. Yes, we start on registrations open right now. And we start on May 26th is called the email workshops. And it's a series of three workshops. I'm going to teach live like from a Google Doc, at which you can follow along. There'll be swipe files. We're going to start with a workshop on writing your welcome sequence. Mm -hmm. And we'll also talk about finding the unique value proposition of your email list, like cover a lot of real basics that hold people back. And then we'll talk about successful story-driven emails, how to write a story-based email, and segue it into something that's relevant to your email list. And then thirdly, we're going to talk about baseline metrics for email marketers, whether you're new or whether you're an experienced email marketer. It's helpful to have some baseline just to know, um, just to know if you're doing well and to know where you could make improvements if you're not. Um, so we start May 26th. And uh, you can register. I think you have a special link. Do you know what the link is? I do have it here. I can look it up. Yeah. Oh, tarzankate.com slash Sophia to sign up. Here it is. I'll post it under this video and I'm so looking forward to it. And I'll be definitely at the workshops as well because you can you know, always learn something new even if you've been in business for a while. Thank you, Tarzan, for coming here and sharing with us all this information. Thank you much. Thank you so much, Sophia. Bye-bye.